Aloha and welcome to a Medicare moment with Martha. What do Tom Hanks, Kenny G, Larry Bird, and Gina Davis have in common? They are all turning 65 this year, joining other celebrities who have hit that milestone. They have money, fortune, and fame, but may not qualify for Medicare. To qualify based on age, you must be 65, have worked for 10 years, and contributed to Social Security. You don't qualify on earnings alone or because you won an Emmy or an Academy Award. Medicare is a valuable benefit that provides health care coverage once you qualify. Health care costs can drain resources quickly if you don't have health insurance. The right Medicare plan can save you money, so you must choose wisely. So whether it's you, auntie, uncle, mom or dad, tune in as we examine the world of Medicare. Welcome to another edition of a Medicare Moment with Martha. I'm your host, Martha Klopin, and so happy that I can be with you again. And I want to thank you once again for calling, sending me text messages, sending me emails, and somebody sent me a gift card. I was so amazed. I was I was thinking like, gee, it's not my birthday, but this person was so happy that I was able to give her the local number for her social security office. That's right. Instead of calling the toll free number, I was able to get a hold of the local number closest to her home where she lived. And she was able to get through to social security in a very, very short period of time. And for that, she thought that I could, you know, use a little gift card. So I have my little Amazon gift card and I can just order uh, whatever I want. And uh, so I decided what I'm going to order is I'm going to order um, uh, some conditioning uh, treatment for my hair. So why not? It's something I wouldn't spend money on. (laughs) But because she sent this gift card, I think I'm going to use it to order Uh, some special conditioner to just keep my hair uh, vibrant and uh, and healthy. So uh, thanks so much uh, for those of you who appreciate what I attempt to take a stab at doing every week. And I do this for you. So what I wanted to talk about this week is I wanted to follow up to the story uh, from last week. Yes, please. And thank you. I was encouraging people to remember when you are advocating for your own health care benefits in a certain setting, uh, you may need to go beyond yes, please, and thank you, and make sure you explain if you feel that, uh, for example, you're being uh, prematurely discharged from a hospital, prematurely discharged from a skilled nursing facility, or if a loved one that's happening to them, don't be afraid to really sit down and uh, make a phone call, sit down with the charge nurse or with the social worker and make sure they understand that you have concerns and what would your concerns be about a premature discharge from hospital or skilled nursing that the person is a fall risk they don't quite have their balance back and it's not safe in the home so last week was yes please and thank you and i walked everybody through how to work with social workers and doctors in the hospital setting to make sure your loved one or even yourself, you get the benefits that you are truly, truly do, um, no matter what kind of insurance you have, but especially Medicare, because Medicare coverage works a little bit differently. So what I have in store for you for this week is uh, going back and doing a little intro to Medicare. And why is why would we be discussing that? 
because I had a call from a gentleman, a really wonderful gentleman, and he had done a lot of research on his own, but he still had a couple of questions that would just, you know, he was just not able to really pick it up from all of the resources that he was accessing uh, on the internet. Uh, also, uh, Medicare and You puts out a book every year. So he's looking at his Medicare and You 2021, and he still couldn't quite figure out what he needed to do. He's someone that is aging into Medicare. He's turning 65, and he wasn't sure, you know, what exactly am I supposed to do? So my first question to to him and to other people who do reach out to me is, are you still working? <laughs> so if you're still working and you're covered under an employer plan, you may or you may not need to get Medicare. You may be able to delay. So <clears throat> in this situation, <clears throat> this gentleman was able to delay. Uh, well, he, he was checking to see if he was able to delay. But one of the questions I have for this gentleman, again, this is intro to Medicare. What are some of the introductory things you need to know? I said, well, how many people work at the company? He said, oh, about four. I said, well, I'm going to give you a fact sheet to read. It's called Deciding Whether to Enroll in Medicare Part A and Part B When You Turn 65. Now, this is the legitimate source. <laughs> this is from the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare, cms.gov. So I know a lot of you check my work. <laughs> so this is like school. So if you want to check my work today, you want to get a hold of the fact sheet from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. I think I reversed it before, <laughs> but it's actually the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, those of us in the business call it CMS, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. It's a fact sheet. You probably probably can Google it. It's deciding whether to enroll in Medicare Part A and Part B when you turn 65. So for this gentleman who called, uh, he told me that there were less than 20 people that work for his organization. So I read right from the fact sheet. And what does the fact sheet say? <laughs> it says, I have health insurance based on my own or a spouse's current employ employment from an employer with fewer than 20 employees. That's the key word, fewer than 20 employees, less than 20 employees, however you want to say it, small business, less than 20. They're not covered under any type of multi-employer plan. Uh, it's 20 uh, or less employees, fewer than 20. And the guidance says, I'm going to read it. It says, you should enroll, not maybe, not possibly. It says you should enroll in Part A and Part B when you turn 65. In this case, Medicare pays before your employer coverage. Before your employer coverage. Now, <clears throat> most people get that wrong because why? <laughs> because when you have employer coverage, why would you think just turning 65 would impact that? But it does. It means that Medicare is the primary payer for your health insurance and your employer plan will pay second. So guess what? If you don't pick up part A and B when you turn 65 and you work for a company with less than 20 employees and you're not covered under any other insurance plan from an active employer, 
then you will need to go ahead and enroll in Medicare Part A and B. But don't take my word for it. <laughs> Get a hold of this fact sheet, deciding whether to enroll in Medicare Part A and Part B when you turn 65. And again, you can get that from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So we're going to take a break and we come back. We're going to continue to talk about Medicare. This is an introduction to Medicare for those who will be turning 65 this year. We'll be back in a moment. Mom, Dad. Before you throw out those unused medicines, just think for a minute. Grandma, Grandpa, all you guys take meds. That's why you gotta dispose of your old pills correctly. Those pills for your back pain or migraines. When you throw them in the trash, those medicines can become lethal in the wrong hands. Our hands. You may be finished with that medicine. But those pills are making me real popular at school. My brother James could think they're candy. Our dog loves to get in the garbage, and those meds can make him sick or worse. So So stop. stop. There are better ways to dispose of your unused meds. There are lots of police stations local pharmacies and hospitals that are approved to take in unused meds and dispose of them safely. Disposal sites are close by. It's easy and it's the right thing to do for For us, the ones you love. To find a medicine disposal site near you, visit www.safe.pharmacy. A public service message from the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy. are listening to a Medicare moment with Martha. I'm your host, Martha Clopin. And take a moment and think about that for a second. What I say when I open the show, that Larry Bird, NBA great, I believe he's a Hall of Famer. (laughs) Larry Bird is turning 65 this year. (laughs) I would love to actually meet him. And and just, just, I would love to say, how does it feel to turn 65. You know, 65 today is not old. I know so many 65-year-olds that they look like they're in their 30s. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> 65 is no longer uh, old age like it once was. And I'm so happy about that because it gives me something to look forward to. <laughs> I want to look forward to a time uh, in those 60s when you're just feeling good and you're still able to uh, enjoy uh, the things that we have to look forward to when pandemic has, has passed us by. Uh, we can go out and we can enjoy food again. We can still wear stilettos <laughs> uh, like Cher. Cher is 72, 73 years old. And I saw her in Vegas before the pandemic. And yes, she was prancing around on the stage with stilettos. So anybody out there who thinks that if you're getting close to Medicare age, that that means you're old. Nope, I'm here to tell you, nope, not old. So getting back to our introduction to Medicare, don't want to forget about this exciting subject. (laughs) Uh, A lot of folks uh, called me this past week because they will be turning 65 in the next three to six months. So some people are really trying to get ahead, a a jump on this uh, really early. But this one gentleman that I spent quite a bit of time speaking with. Uh, He'll be turning 65 this August. And I have a really, really dear friend uh, who will also be turning 65 in August. And now that I think about it, his brother also called me and he said he was going to be turning 65. And I said, wait a minute, how can you both be turning 65 
are you twins? And I, I never heard that. So it, it's not that they're twins. They're about 12 months apart. So one brother is just starting a little bit earlier than the other. So I'm able to uh, reach out to them both and let them know what they need to do. But with folks who are turning 65 uh, this August, they actually can start their application process in May. So in the month of May, that is when you want to start uh, this process. So if there's any hiccups, now I want to be clear, not everybody has to sign up for Medicare at age 65. In some cases, people can delay. Where do you want to find out whether or not you can delay or not? You want to start with your human resources department. Now, some companies call that people services, <laughs> uh, but you want to check with your company to make sure that there is no requirement based on your, you know, however your working arrangement is with them. There is no requirement that you need to sign up for Medicare Part A and B when you turn 65. So start with the Human Resources Department. Next, you want to go ahead and contact Social Security. I'll give you that number. The toll-free number nationwide is 1-800-772-1213. That's 1-800-772-1213. But if you text me or email me and tell me what your zip code is, your give me your address, I will attempt I'm not successful 100% of the time, but about 90% of the time, I can get you a local number to your local social security number closest to your address. And many times you're able to get through a little bit faster than you can calling the toll-free number. But if all you have is the toll-free number, I want to encourage you, make sure you're getting the information about Medicare from legitimate sources. You don't want to delay because you heard somebody on a radio show or you Google something or you're watching a YouTube video or a podcast. I have a podcast now. <laughs> you want to make sure that you call Social Security because they handle eligibility and enrollment and you want to make sure you're getting the information specific to your situation. I tell everyone, believe me, there is no one size fits all when it comes to Medicare. And definitely when it comes to your health, you do not want to to find out that you did the wrong thing and you don't have what you need when it comes time to receive some kind of health care services. The person I spoke about last week uh, is very active and still working, but ended up in the hospital after suffering a stroke. This gentleman is doing so amazingly well because his wife <laughs> knew she had to do a little heavy lifting and work with the social workers and the doctors to make sure all of his health care needs were met. And she had to call the insurance company a few times to make sure that they were uh, instructing her and doing everything that needed to be done. So again, there comes a time you, you cannot avoid it. You may need some type of procedure or health service. And you want to make sure you understand how it works. You want to make sure when you're coming up to this Medicare age, the age of 65 is when you qualify due to age. Some people qualify due to a disability, and that can be at any age. I've even you know, known infants that were on Medicare. But the main thing is you want to understand how it works. So some people need to delay, but what we're talking about today, we're talking about people who may still be working, but because they work for a company, 
that has fewer than 20 employees, they are required to sign up for their Medicare Part A and Part B. And what happens if you don't do that within the prescribed amount of time? Well, you could be looking at gaps in coverage and even penalties. I have a story about that when we come back uh, from our next break. But before we do, I just want to remind everybody, once again, today's show, we're doing a little introduction to Medicare. We're talking about people who are turning 65 in the next three to six months and what you can get a hold of, sort of a roadmap to figure out what you might need to do directly from the source. You can get a hold of this fact sheet that I'm reading from deciding whether to enroll in Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B when you turn 65. So we're going to take another short break. I'll be back in a moment. This is Meryl Streep. Over the years, I have played some characters you could call controlling. But the truth is, there's so much in life we can't control. But here's something we can, colorectal cancer. It affects men and women, and it's the second leading cancer killer in the US, which is astounding, considering it's almost entirely preventable. Here's how. Most colon cancers start as polyps, and screening helps find polyps, so they can be removed before they even turn into cancer. Screening also finds this cancer early, when treatment works best. For me, screening was simple and quick. It was no big deal, except for the huge sense of relief you feel afterwards. There are several tests that you can choose from. If you're 50 or older, you should talk to your doctor. Decide which one's right for you. Take control. Do everything you can to prevent colon cancer. Screening saves lives. It could really save your life. For more information, call 1-800-CDC-INFO. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Are you turning 65 or already there? (laughs) If you are just about three months away, it's time to go ahead and take the plunge and explore whether it's your time to transition to Medicare coverage. There truly is no one size that fits all with Medicare, so it's important to learn a little bit about how Medicare works. This week, I had a great call from a gentleman, and one of his questions was, Martha, my birthday is towards the end of the month, so will my Medicare take effect the day of my birthday or another date? So (laughs) what a great question. How many people sit around and think about exactly what day their Medicare will start. Well, as usual with Medicare, it's a little, it's not that straightforward. Well, yes, it is. If you were born on any other day other than the first of the month, your Medicare will start the first day of the month of your birthday. I'll repeat that. If you were born on any day of the month except the first, your Medicare will start the first day of the month of your birthday. Now, I'm born on the first of a month. I'm special. (laughs) So anyone born on the first day of any given month, their Medicare benefit will actually start the first of the prior month. So (laughs) that said, that's why it's so important, instead of thinking you might know exactly how Medicare works, even after you've read a a few things, it really is important to check with uh, Social Security, They handle eligibility and enrollment. That's why you start with them first. Once you have Medicare, then you can go ahead and, you know, 
field any questions you have for Medicare uh, di directly with Medicare. So today we're talking about uh, what I shared with this gentleman who works for a company, less than 20 employees. He's turning 65 this August. So he wanted to know, do I need to sign up for Medicare? And the answer was yes. <laughs> yes, you do. And a lot of folks get that a little bit confused because if you are collecting Social Security monthly cash benefits, and I hope that's not a surprise to anybody listening, you've been paying those Social Security and Medicare taxes for a long, long time if you've been working uh, for 10, 20, 30 years. So when you become a certain age, you may, you should be able to collect. So 62 is the earliest that you can collect the cash benefits, but you actually can delay that until age 70 now if you like, but 62 is the earliest. So for someone who's decided to go ahead and pick up those monthly social security cash benefits at the age of 62 or 63, they will more than likely be automatically enrolled into Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. They'll get that uh, card uh, in, in the mail about three months before their 65th birthday, about three months before. So it's very important to understand the reason that a friend, a colleague, Larry Bird, <laughs> I could just see Larry Bird, you know, with a basketball in one hand and a Medicare card in the other hand. But anyway, I digress. But if you are receiving Social Security monthly uh, cash benefits, you generally are automatically enrolled and the card will just be mailed to you. That's why it gets a little confusing for folks like the one who uh, contacted me who's turning 65. He's not collecting Social Security cash benefits. So in order for him to enroll in Medicare, he needs to either do it one of two ways. He can actually go online. Uh, he can go online and he can fill out a form uh, for his benefits. Uh, the online portal, it can be accessed at socialsecurity.gov or ssa.gov, samsamapple.gov, or he can call Social Security at 1-800-772 one two one three to set up a telephone appointment to enroll. Why a telephone appoint appointment? Because the pandemic has resulted in all the social security offices being closed to the public until further notice. So right now they are handling things over the phone. So the sooner you call, the better. You don't. We want to make sure everything gets done in time. But once you decide that whether or not you need to enroll in Medicare at age 65, then you actually need to do something if your card is not automatically mailed to you because you're not receiving those Social Security cash benefits. Most people have no idea. They're like, what are you talking about, Martha? I don't want to get my Social Security. I'm still working. I go, I know, I know. But the Medicare insurance part is separate. So if you're not collecting, then you will need to contact Social Security and start that process. Or you will need to go to ssa.gov, get a hold of that online uh, application to enroll in your Medicare to make sure that everything is done on a timely basis. And again, you can do it as early as three months before. Now, what about somebody who wants to pick up those monthly cash benefits and Medicare, the insurance, 
At the same time, while I encourage you to call Social Security, they may need a little bit more detailed information from you in order to make that happen. Now, once you have successfully enrolled into the core parts of Medicare Part A and Part B, what does Part A do? Well, that covers benefits like hospitalization, hospice, skilled nursing care. The second part of Medicare is Medicare Part B. Uh, that covers doctor visits, labs, x-rays, things like that. So once you have successfully enrolled into the core parts of Medicare, you will be given a Medicare beneficiary number. With that number, that will allow you to enroll in other Medicare options that may lower your out-of-pocket costs. Now, again, getting back to the gentleman who was working, he said to me, Martha, he said, since I'm required to enroll in my Medicare Part A and B, even though I'm working and I have employer coverage, you know, what's going to happen? And I said, well, your benefits will be coordinated between the employer and Medicare because Medicare is primary. If you're 65 and you work for a company with fewer than 20 employees. And did I make that up on my own or did I read it directly from Medicare? <laughs> I read it to you directly from Medicare and of course, make that available to anyone who reaches out to me. But because of that, the benefits will be coordinated. So whatever the Medicare, you know, doesn't cover that's Medicare approved, medically necessary, the employer plan will pick it up according to whatever your summary uh, benefits document says. So uh, another important thing is you want to make sure your employer plan, whoever the insurance carrier is, once you get your Medicare number, your Medicare Part A effective date, please contact the insurance company and let them know so they can coordinate those benefits. I have I always have my little horror story, so I have a little one today, <laughs> but it's all fixed now. But this gentleman uh, called me and he said, Martha, he said, I don't understand. My insurance is not paying any of my my bills. And they're telling me that I need to give them the additional insurance. What additional insurance? So I said, gee, did you pick up Medicare recently? He said, yes. I said, did you let the uh, insurance carrier know about that? He said, no. I said, well, they would like to know about that so they can coordinate the claims. And once you give them that information, uh, they will process your claims again. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So very important to do that. And then the other little horror story I have to end with today, but all good because that's why I'm here. I'm your Medicare buddy to help you through this stuff. I got a call from a gentleman and he said, Martha, he said, I screwed up. And I was like, oh my gosh, what did you do? And he said, I was listening to a commercial and they were talking about all these additional benefits that I could receive but I have a union plan. I have a union retiree plan. And I was totally unaware that if I talked to someone, I thought I was just getting information, but this person ended up signing me up for a plan, enrolling me in a plan, and it disenrolled me from my union retiree plan, which was, was, which was much more generous. And they're telling me that I can't get back on. Oh, that was a little bit of a nightmare. So what we did, we actually together, we made a quick call uh, to uh, the union and they said, well, if you know, we, you know, we, we we're sorry, but we, we can't let them back into the next open enrollment period. But we were able to get some kind of an exception 
by contacting the Medicare Advantage plan that someone had signed him up for that he never should have uh, gone into. We were able to get them to say, okay, so sir, since you were unaware, you thought you were just calling up for information and somehow uh, you got enrolled in this plan, uh, we'll go ahead and, you know, we actually had to end up calling Medicare for about two hours and um, speaking with them about it. And they were able to get him removed from that plan as if it never happened. And guess what, guys? The union retiree plan was able to get him back in. But you know what? I got to tell you, that's not a chance that anyone wants to take because he would have missed out on a very, very generous plan. I call the union retiree plans the Cadillacs and uh, and the Teslas of, of, of Medicare health insurance. So with that, I want to thank you so much for listening today to the introduction to Medicare. I want to encourage you to continue to call and continue to download my app. You do that by grabbing your smartphone, texting 36260 and the word Medicare, and you can download my app and get this vital information. Until next week, uh, please stay safe. To a Medicare moment today with Martha. We hope that today's program has been helpful for you. For more information, please call us at 808-230-3379. That's 808-230-3379. Or email us at getmartha at AOL.com.